Hello, my beautiful community. I'm so excited to let you know my brand new recipe book, Hustler's Guide to Healthy, is now available. Yay! This feels so surreal to be telling you. Um, It is 32 healthy recipes, all designed to nourish your body. I've actually been creating these recipes for the last six years, and we've been enjoying them as a family for our weekly meals. And now I'm so excited to be able to share them with you. I really wanted to take the hustle out of healthy cooking and give you fuss-free, easy and delicious recipes designed to nourish yours and your family's bodies. All of my recipes, of course, use whole real ingredients that will help you thrive. They're also mostly fuss-free and most importantly, I've made them good for the soul. So not only are they tasty and delicious, but they're super good for you. From breakfast right through to dessert, each recipe is packed with goodness and is proudly family friendly. I have a very exclusive offer only available to you, my wonderful podcast community. I'm actually going to give you 25% off. Yes, that's right. I'm giving you 25% off my new recipe book, which makes the book less than $22.50. That is like a total bargain. But you truly are the reason why I keep showing up and I keep wanting to inspire more healthy lives. So this is my way of saying thank you to you. Also, if you purchase now, you'll receive five free recipes, which will be sent via email on downloadable recipe cards. So the book has been printed locally and it uses eco-friendly paper and carbon neutral inks to support local and also our beautiful environment. My hope is that these easy, healthy and wholesome recipes help nourish your body and make you feel like an absolute boss in the kitchen. You can purchase your copy now by either visiting my website, which is just healthyhustlers.com, or I've provided a link in the show notes. So you can literally just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you direct to my website. Then please use the code HUSTLER25. I've written it in the show notes under the link, so you'll be able to see it if you forget, but use the code HUSTLER25 to redeem your 25% off the book, which makes it less than $22.50. I hope that you absolutely love this. I'm so excited to get in the kitchen with you and help you make some healthy and delicious food. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Today's guest is one I've been dreaming up for a while. She's a mother, entrepreneur with four incredibly successful businesses to her name, including her sleepwear brand, Keisha, and recently added author to her bio with the announcement of her new memoir, Then There Was Her, which topped the charts as the highest selling book on presale. After following Sophie Keisha's journey online for many years, it is clear that Sophie has an unbelievably strong work ethic, is deeply passionate, highly intelligent, and, well, quite frankly, completely unstoppable in her pursuit. An empowering light for women everywhere, whether it be in sport, business, motherhood, or self-acceptance in who you truly are, Sophie has had a whirlwind of a 12 months, and I'm so, so excited to now welcome her to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Today, we chat about the power of intuition and how to strengthen it, why you shouldn't feel guilty for desiring more, and how living from a place of authenticity helps you blossom into your best self. Here's Sophie. Introducing Australia's new feel-good place for all things health, beauty, and wellness. Beautifullyhealthy.com.au is now open. 
hustleyourwaytobeautifullyhealthy.com.au and explore their range of over 6,000 health, wellness and beauty products. Sign up as a member and you'll receive 15% off your first purchase. Hello, lovely Sophie, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. To say that I'm excited to chat to to you today is a massive, massive understatement. Um, Thank you so much for your time. I'm really, really excited to be joined by you. No, thank you so much for having me. I've, I've checked out your podcast and I've had a bit of a listen and I'm very excited. So thank you. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. I guess given the nature of the Healthy Hustlers and, you know, what we chat about on the podcast, I always like to start the conversation by finding out a ritual or a non-negotiable that you might have that really helps set the tone for your day. Okay. So other than coffee, which I did start to drink, <laughs> um, I went off it for five years after I had Bobby because it was really contributing to my anxiety, but now I'm back on an almond milk latte. But Something in the morning, um, I think that's really cute that I do and it's whether the kids are with me or they're staying at their dad's house is we always just have like a quick snuggle in bed and a quick chat about what we're doing that day, what we want to do that day, what we're hoping to do that day, what's something we're looking forward to that day. So even if the kids are at their dad's, I'll, I'll give them a FaceTime in the morning before school or before work. And that sort of sets a tone because, you know, we're all we're all either excited for something or we're looking forward to something being over or, yeah, we're just ready to start the day and get into it. So, yeah, it's nice. It's sort of nice to start, you know, setting goals with the kids and, and looking forward to things. It's almost just like really taking time to set a beautiful intention each day, isn't it? That's so beautiful to get the kids in the habit of that. I love it. Yeah, and like you said, to have something to look forward to, I think especially with the nature of what we're all going through at the moment, it can so easily for a lot of us feel like Groundhog Day. Mm. So <laughs> having something to look forward to is so important. So that's awesome. It's been a little bit tricky to, to find the motivation at times to get out of bed in the past couple of years, especially being in Melbourne. So just to have that that time with the kids in the morning or whether it's my partner, whether it's their dad, we're all just having a quick chat about what we're looking forward to. And yeah, some days it might make it a bit easier to get out of bed. Given the nature of the last 18 months or so, especially for people in Victoria and now in New South Wales, it is pretty pretty crazy times. How have you been prioritizing your own personal health during this period? I'd love to say having a lot of my own time, but that's not really (laughs) possible at the moment. Um, It's tricky. I can't really go into work. I can't go to the gym. But I think one thing that I'm very grateful for is that you know, whilst it's not the the greatest of situations being part of a separated family, I do get three nights a week where my children are with their dads. So for me, it's really um, making use of that time, whether that's just something as simple as like getting in bed at seven o'clock, jammies, dinner, everything's done and watching a movie and really using those days and those nights to wind down. My partner and I, we try not to do any work on those nights. We try to be really present with each other or or individually, things that we both want to do individually. So whilst, of course, I miss my kids, even though, you know, they're two minutes around the corner at their dad's, it's really making use of that time and um, doing those little things that we, we never seem to have time for. So, yeah, just jumping in bed, having a really good night's sleep and just switching off from everything. Yeah, definitely. I love the awareness that you kind of have for those days as well to just be, you know, kind of really intentional with them. 
But speaking of pyjamas, I actually just ordered my first pair of your pyjamas. I'm so excited. They're due to arrive on Thursday. Oh, yay, (laughs) thank you. I've been living in an apartment for like, you know, the last seven years, which is so warm. So I've never literally had to sleep in pyjamas or anything, to be honest. And now we're in a house and I'm like, oh my goodness, I need pyjamas. I need something warm to sleep in. So I'm very excited (laughs) to to have them to snuggle into every night. Thank you. (laughs) The hardest part was picking which pattern because they're all so cool. I can imagine people have like monstrous amounts of collections of them because they're all so cool. I know I was going to say this will be the start of a collection for you now. You've started one. You'll be soon before you know it. You'll be up to 20 like some of our customers. Oh, I love that. No, I look forward to it. (laughs) So I guess for any of the listeners who might not know a lot about you, can you give us a little sneak peek into who Sophie Keisha is? So Sophie Keisha is a mother of two beautiful children. I've got a daughter called Florence who's four and a son Bobby who's seven. I'm the co-director and founder of Keisha, which is an Australian sleepwear company. Uh, We started that back in 2017 um, with a longtime family friend of my family's. Um, Leah came from a background of of 35 years family experience in manufacturing and production. So combined that with my marketing and sales expertise and we sort of hit the jackpot there with Keisha. Now I work, well, I'm juggling a few things at the moment. So I'm writing a book at the moment called Then There Was Her, which will be finished very soon. And I'm also, there's a few things I can't quite talk about yet, but I'm in the process of starting two more separate companies as well. So Sure Media, which will be a fully fledged media company and one that I am going to be able to speak about very soon, but just have to stay hush hush. But it's in a totally different field to anything I've worked in before, but I've sort of brought together some business partners that I've met throughout my journey and and brought them together for a variety of skills and I look forward to seeing what the three of us can do together. Girl, you are literally unstoppable. You know when you just like see someone in their season of like just pure, I don't know, like I feel like you've gone through, and this is obviously from, from the outside and, and from following you so long, but I'm like, you know, there's been this beautiful season with you of like this blossoming that I've seen. And now I'm just like last night when I read your post with Shaw Media and I just thought, you are literally unstoppable. Like you were just on this most amazing journey and I'm just absolutely loving watching you say because I think it's so important to have women like you who are really owning their journey and, you know, you're really paving your own path and it's such a beautiful thing to watch. So thank you so much for that. I just absolutely adore following you Um, and it's why I really want to have you on the show. Thank you. Something else I really, truly admire about you, I guess, from reading your content so much over the years and following you is that you seem to be able to really gracefully lead from your intuition. And I know it's something that you talk about a bit, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping there might be a bit on that in your in your new book because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm super excited to read about that. Mm, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, it's such a, a cool topic that I love chatting about, but I'd love to know from you personally how have you strengthened your intuition over time and, and been able to kind of start to make decisions from that place? I think for me, my intuition, it was existent from a very young age. So, 
you know, at times I might have been told I loved arguing or I might have been not a naughty child but like a difficult child because I was always opinionated and my mum would always say, oh, God, you better be a lawyer when you grow up because you can argue, you know, until the sun comes up. And I think that was a sign that I was okay to make my own opinions from a young age. I was okay Mm. to form my opinions and I was okay to back myself as well. So that's been quite naturally built into me. However, becoming a mum was a really big turning point for me. And it's, it is a very confusing time. It's a very confronting time as a woman, especially I was young and there is just such an overload of information out there about what to do and what not to do. And you can't do this and you must do that. And I started to question a lot of it very quickly because I thought, how do all of these rules apply to every baby when every human is born totally different. So I just, I started to question, you know, how can that book be right if they say, do this and your baby will sleep eight hours? I thought, well, that can't apply to every single person because as humans, we are all beautifully different. And so I just, from a young age being a mom, I I just sort of backed myself and I I, I listened to her and I, I call her my intuition I think as humans, our intuition is something that we're all gifted with. It's not something we really need to learn. It's already there. It's already built in us. And it's just whether you want to pay attention to it or not. So now intuition is my greatest guider in life. You know, something is, you know, what might seem a very black and white answer is some trades that I've been choosing for my house renovation. It can be as simple as I didn't like the person's tone on the phone call. And so my intuition told me, I don't want to work with that person because he didn't give me great energy over the phone. And it's just not someone I want to bring into my home. And so whilst they might've been the best plasterer in Melbourne, I've just gone with my gut and gone, no, you know what? I didn't like that. So I really do use my intuition in every facet of my life. And I think she's our greatest teacher. She's right there within us all the time. And you you can't be taught how to do that. It's already there. So it's just trusting that and going with it. And our bodies as well give us so many signs as to to when our intuition is off. You know, when, when she's screaming, if you've got anxiety, if you're really stressed, if you're not feeling well at times, that is your intuition telling you this is wrong, what you're choosing to do. So it's paying attention to so many signs and and blocking out that outside noise. That almost gave me goosebumps when you were talking because I'm like, wow, that is seriously <laughs> so powerful. And even what you were saying just about the tradies, you know, and as simple as that, like just being aware of that energy is so powerful. And I think the more that we can continue to respond to that and lead from that it's almost like the stronger it gets isn't it because it's just like you are trusting it so it's becoming your constant inner compass yeah I had a really interesting situation a few months ago talking of tradies where my husband had worked you know had this contact for years and years and there was always something about them when he spoke about them that I just got this really weird feeling and there was no reason for me to have that and Yeah, it turns out that, um, you know, things went a little bit pear-shaped in that relationship. And I remember I said to my husband, I was like, that whole time I just had this really, really icky feeling that that was not going to be a, a great relationship. And so it's That was it your really intuition powerful. telling you that yeah. it wasn't going to be a good choice. Yep, definitely. Even um, 
things like work jobs that come in for me. And obviously one of my roles is is marketing on social media and, and brands can come with this amazing job and this amount of money and, and it, you know, you've got to do this, this and this. But as simple as sometimes I can't really pinpoint exactly what it is, but there's times where I've said no to really amazing opportunities or travel jobs or great brand alignments or incredible amounts of money just because I go, nah, just doesn't sit right with me. It's not a good fit. And that's where I'm really lucky to have aligned myself with um, such good business advisors and, and a management team who respect that. They honestly credit my intuition as one of my greatest characteristics. And so they've learned that if if I say it's off, even if they think it's a great one, that it normally, yeah, more often than not, they go with it because they know how strong and, and how powerful my intuition is. That's so incredible as well that you have surrounded yourself with people that really support that because I think that, you know, sometimes that can be the downplay if you've got people that are kind of saying to you, but why, why, and not kind of trust, allowing you to trust your yeah. gut. So the fact that you've, you know, surrounded yourself with people that really support that is so amazing as well and I'm sure it, yeah, helps you a lot in the process. I think something over the past few years that I've done that's really put me in this wonderful position. I was recently saying to my partner, Maddie, that for the first time in quite a few years, I'm really happy and content in all areas of my life. Mm. There was no real area that was weighing me down or that was giving me anxiety. And I just, I feel really, I'm at a really beautiful stage in my life and I'm really happy. And Mads talked to me about the term blossomers. I did hear you say that before. And she said to me that, you know, I have surrounded myself. I've spent quite a few years surrounding myself and it might be a small number of people, but I've surrounded myself now with blossomers and they're people that help you blossom. They're people that really bring out the best in you. So now I was like, man, that's such a beautiful term. And I did. I, I realized that whether it was work alignments, friendship circles, relationships, people now I associate with, they're all blossomers. And I think I've done some hard work over the past few years going through some life changes and now to find myself surrounded by all these beautiful blossomers, it's no surprise that I'm at a really nice place in my life. So for me now, the focus will be on continually surrounding myself with blossomers and that goes down to intuition and, and who who's going to feel right being in my life. But I just think that is absolutely beautiful what Maddie was saying to you and such a testament to you as well for going through those periods of growth and, and honouring them and then, you know, being in a position where you are surrounded by people who are absolutely bringing out the best in you. So that's such a beautiful story and I love hearing that and the way that you two support each other in those, you know, conversations and feelings as well. That's so nice. Yeah, and she's, she really is a number one blossomer for me like I am for her. So it's, um yeah, it's nice. We're at a really just calm, calm and, and beautiful stage in our life. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible to hear. Something else I, I really admire about you, and I think that, you know, a lot of people would be able to say this too, is that you really seem to live in your truth. And I guess you really seem to honour where you are at different stages in your life. And I really admire that about you. What has been kind of the building blocks for you over time that's really allowed you to live from such a place of authenticity and to, to, to openly kind of share without fear? Yeah, I think the word authenticity for me in the past few years has related a lot to 
my marriage and my sexuality and this sort of new stage in terms of um, my sexual attraction to people and stuff like that. But I think my authenticity is something that I live sort of throughout every facet of mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. I think for me to live authentically, it's about sort of giving up the act. And it was about a stage in my life where I recognised that I was totally okay with staying in my own lane. And if that meant leaving people behind, that is what it meant. And I think that's probably where a lot of people get caught up in in life is, you know, that there are beautiful phases in your life that just because they're no longer there, it doesn't mean they weren't beautiful. So whether that was friendships, relationships, jobs, I think people see moving on from something as a failure whether I totally disagree at every point in our life, something served a purpose for us. So for me, it was really giving up that act of, oh, well, if I don't have that anymore, then I'm not successful or I'm not going to be happy, whether that's not true. I think that growth that I've been able to to show myself is that I can live authentically, I can move on from certain things and I can still appreciate them and still look back with with such pride and such happiness. I think something else that I've really, really grown to appreciate is the idea of not reacting to situations in life. I learned it on a retreat a few years ago, and it was probably a moment that changed my life where Belinda Anderson, who I was on the retreat, said, people don't make you angry. You choose to be angry. And I strongly believe that people don't make you react. You can choose whether you react or not. And that's not to say certain things are not going to hurt your feelings or certain moments are not going to disappoint you, but how you react from that way moving forward is totally up to you. So I've been able to take ownership of that and I've been able to completely dictate and to take ownership and take responsibility for, okay, well, that's happened and it wasn't great, but what am I now going to do? Like, what can I do now? It's not up to anyone else to move forward from a from a yucky situation. It's up to me. And on that note too, sort of mixes within that is something I strongly live by now and I probably didn't recognise for a while until, again, you grow older, you look back and, and you, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, to not do things to impress anyone but yourself. And that's something that I really live by in my life. So whilst I might treat myself and buy myself a beautiful handbag, or I might go after and, and want to kickstart a new business, or I want to have a shot at, you know, something, I'm able to step out of my comfort zone because I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it for myself and I'm doing it to test myself and to impress myself. So I can honestly say that nothing I do in my own life is for anyone else. And so that that outlook really helps because in life and especially in business, you're going to have a lot of successes, but equally you're going to have as many failures as well. And both of them are beautiful because both of them are for a reason. And I think when you're not doing it to impress anyone else, then the wins or the, the fails, they don't matter. They all serve a purpose to you. And yeah, it's about removing that ego in order to live authentically. So it's giving up the act. It's not reacting to people's issues or, or comments or perceptions about you that don't matter. And it's, yeah, stop doing things to impress other people because it's your life and the only person you really need to impress is yourself. So those are three probably really significant things that help me live the way I am. And so I do live authentically, but a, a really important one is I do live unapologetically as well. Yeah. So 
Yeah. And I embrace the bad as the good because every bad that I have had, it sounds so, you know, it does sound so cliche, but hindsight is wonderful. And I look back on some really challenging times I've had over the past few years and they've all led me to a beautiful space now. So they were all supposed to happen for a reason. Yeah, it's so true. And hindsight is so beautiful in that way, isn't it? That you can look back and mm. be grateful. Like, even though yep. at times, you know, you just, it's the, some things are just the hardest thing to move through and the emotions are so heavy, but it's so beautiful when you can get to that space where you actually are grateful for that experience rather than, yeah, yeah. still sitting in that pain. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Australia's exciting new online destination for all things health, beauty and wellness is now open. If you are passionate about health and beauty and you want to look and feel great, then beautifullyhealthy.com.au is for you. As an online health, beauty and wellness community, members will benefit from relevant on-trend brands at affordable prices, gifts, specials, rewards and rich content. It's your one-stop online shop for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. It's everything you need for your medicine cabinet, a curated selection of your favourite beauty brands and a full range of your wellness needs from your vitamins to your yoga mat and everything in between. Plus, by simply buying any product from beautifullyhealthy.com.au, they shall donate a percentage of profits to a humanitarian or health cause that you choose. So register to become a member and claim your 15% off your first purchase and enjoy shopping at the feel-good place, beautifullyhealthy.com.au. When you are going through those more challenging times or moving through that growth, how do you protect your mental well-being during those times? Again, I think the whole not reacting. I think for me, I'm very flexible and very um, I take feedback really well, whether that's yep. good or bad, and mm-hmm. I'm always looking to grow. So whether you get knocked down from something and it's really disheartening, you have to switch on that positive mindset and go, well, there's something else greater out mm-hmm. there for me. So in order to protect my mindset, maybe I have, you know, sometimes I do go, have I become a bit numb to these emotions or have I just conditioned my mindset to see positive in every situation? And <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet. Maybe I am a bit immune to some things because, I've, you know, maybe I have put up a wall. But if that's, you know, protecting myself and protecting my mindset, then I'm happy to do that. Definitely. So, I tell a lot of people and and those who work with me tell me this quite a lot. There's not much that bothers me. I can't really think of anything much these days that will really rile me up. Mm. And this is coming from someone who loses a lot of money during business decisions or who, you know, has sick children or who has a lot of people on the internet who, who don't like her or who write a lot of false things about her. You know, only recently I had a a very big high profile person on Instagram who likes to think she's quite intelligent. I like to disagree, but who (laughs) tried to publicly start, you know, this outright war with me on Instagram. And this is a grown woman and, and the, the information she was putting out there was totally incorrect and, you know, that's where I go back to. Don't react. Don't mm-hmm. do things to impress other people. Like, it didn't bother me. And I had a few people messaging me, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Oh, my God, I feel sick for you. And it didn't bother me. And I just thought I've either become numb to these things in order to protect myself or I just have a mindset where I'm so confident in the person that I am that it didn't matter what 
what this woman was blasting about me online, I am so confident in the person I am that it didn't faze me either. Yeah, I love that. I think that's incredible. And it obviously, you know, really comes down to that abundance mindset, you know, on your behalf and your ability to live from such a positive place. It's obviously second nature to you to to live from that. And so when these things are happening, it just, you know, it doesn't shake you, which I think is such a testament to the work that you've obviously done and, and the growth that you've been through as an individual. So I love hearing that. I think that's like incredible that you're in that place and and can live from there so beautifully and naturally. It's nice. It's nice to, um, to just be so, like I said, I'm in a really calm place. I'm in a content place. Mm. Um, I really like the person I am. I like the things that I'm doing with my own life um, and my family. So outside noise is just outside noise. And Yeah. yeah, When I spoke to you at the Geelong Women in Business event, we actually spoke about the quote from Untamed that you can be grateful but still want more. And it was something that you mentioned in your talk that day. And I was really grateful that you reminded me of that because I I love that book so much. Um, And I'd love to know how you personally apply that philosophy in your own life because I know, you know, sometimes when you do have a lot of good and things are happening really well, that feeling of guilt can often creep in if you are wanting more. And I know that's a question I get a lot from listeners is, you know, how do I appreciate what I already have but not feel guilty for wanting more? And so I'd love to kind of get your take on on that and how you how you use that in life. I don't really feel guilt in that situation. Obviously, mm-hmm. you feel guilt for, for a variety of things, but I will never apologize for being a woman and and for my success and I will never apologize for wanting more in my life and and that book was was a huge it didn't sort of set my mindset on that topic it sort of just complemented it it reassured me that you know what I was thinking was a positive way of thinking so I ask people why are we conditioned to feel guilt you know because someone's told us in that moment we should feel guilt like why is it that we're feeling guilt and I think that whole it goes back to the whole social narrative because, you know, we are told from such a young age and I did talk about this that day at Geelong, you know, as women, we're, we're brought up and conditioned to believe that if you have a partner and you've got a good job and you've got a roof over your head that you should be grateful. And, and whilst absolutely you can be grateful for that, but there's no reason you should have guilt for wanting more. Mm. And it comes back to the sense of, Again, sounds cliche, but it's a realistic fact. You have one life. You have one opportunity at doing this in the exact way that you want to do it. And there will be times you make mistakes and there will be times that you have success. And I think who gets to tell you that you should feel guilty? So to the listeners that ask you, you know, how do I do these things without feeling guilty? There's only one person who can make that decision and it's you. And it's just simply not to feel Mm. guilty. It's to own it. It's to own your happiness and it's to own your desires and it's to own the ambition that you have and to not let anyone water that down. So, you know, it does sound easy and and sometimes the biggest issues we have in life are actually quite simple. Don't feel guilty. Just Mm. don't remove that thought from your head, remove that conditioning, remove that narrative from your life that you shouldn't want this because you have that. Well, why not? Who told you that? Like who made up that rule? And that's a question I I do ask quite a lot. Who made that rule? 
And then no one ever has the answer. And I say, exactly right. No one made that rule. We're just mm-hmm. told to follow it. So, so um, true. Yeah. Who told us that we should feel this way? Society did. And now it's you, it's time for you to write your own rules. I read something the other week and it was around that whole um, idea of, you know, creating the rules. And it's like, at the end of the day, it was just another human, you know, no matter yeah. how far down the line you go, it was still another human that is made that rule or or said that this is the way it should be and over time as society we've been conditioned to believe that and so it's like well you're a human too so you have just as much right to make the rules that you want to be playing by so yeah I won't lie it's definitely something that I've struggled with at times as well when I feel like there is so much goodness in my life but I'm desiring more it's like it's been this really um, tug of war in my own mind as well of trying to yeah. be like, oh, appreciate, but also know that I'm deserving of more. So, yeah, when I get that question, I sometimes don't really know how to answer it properly because I'm like, I don't know if I'm always honouring that to yeah. my fullest. Um, so I really appreciate your answer. I think that's that's really beautiful advice. But you have announced recently your new book, um, which is so exciting. Um, and I loved seeing your post that it's been the top seller on pre-sale. It literally did not surprise me one bit at all. I know. Oh, God, it did me because, oh. you know, I think it doesn't matter, you know, remove Instagram followers, remove all of that, you know, regardless of what people might think, that doesn't really hold much significance in my life, in my personal life anyway, mm. or how I feel about myself. So it's still quite not a shock, but it's still quite an overwhelming thought that that many people are really interested in what I have to say. So, yeah, we we got a call, well, my publisher got a call from Booktopia to say that we'd out, you know, far broken records for the amount sold on on announcement night. So then there's a difference. There's like announcement night, then there's going to be launch night. So hopefully we see some more records broken. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. And now I'm like, oh, God, I better finish it now. (laughs) I know. Did you feel like you had a little bit of added pressure now that you know literally so many people are going to read it? <laughs> you know, publishers like to announce books um, early. They've got to, you know, jump ahead with wholesalers Definitely. and stuff. So everyone's like, oh, when can I get your book? I was like, oh, it's not even finished yet. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just doing what the publisher told me to do. They told me to announce it. So, um, yeah, that'll be out early next year. And it's actually been really nice because the second half of the year, like I touched on before, a lot of things happening in my private life, but then also work's been really busy too. So there's so much happening in the second half of the year that I do want to include in the book. So it's actually quite nice that I haven't finished it yet. So I can tie it up nicely at the end of this year. And that was actually something in Untamed that I really liked, that it was so recent. And I felt like, you know, when you feel mm. like you're reading something in real time. So I'm really excited yeah. to um, for that part of your book as well, to know that it's literally like just been written. Yeah. But I guess it just, it literally didn't surprise me that it's, you know, topped all those records because I think, you know, everything that we've spoken about today, but you do, you just, you shine so bright. And when we're talking about the authenticity, I think that as a follower from every stage that you've gone through, if it was the early days of motherhood to, you know, when you first started your business to your relationships, like you have always shared from such a a real and honest place. And I think that that's why so many people trust you and, you know, they want to be on the, continue to be on this journey with you because it's, you're always sharing from just such a true place. So it's something that, yeah, I've loved following, you know, and and there's not many people that I've followed for a really long time, but I, um, I actually, my daughter's middle name is Florence because 
and I wrote it in my I wrote it in my phone after you named Florence because I hadn't really heard it and then we ended up getting married to Florence and Machine song so I was like oh it's oh how beautiful I had it in my phone um written down from when from when you named Florence so um yeah yeah, I I feel like I've been following along your journey for a long time and I I really admire everything that you're achieving and, and what you share and and yeah in particular what you do do for women and and the way that you inspire them so yeah I'm really grateful thank you that's such a nice story about Florence being the middle name that's beautiful yeah no I loved it I just you know it's funny isn't it when you hear names and like I don't know I I just had never really heard it for a young girl yeah I remember yeah reading your post and just thinking oh my goodness I love that name so much that's so well I love I've got a connection to Italy, so I studied the language at school and university and I've, I loved travelling there and Florence was one of my most favourite places I travelled with my mum and then it was actually when we were trying to come up with girl names for Bobby because yeah. um, we didn't know what if it was a boy or a girl and my mum said, and I, we quite liked old-fashioned names, and my mum said Florence, and I was like, as in like in Italy, and she's like, no, Florence is an old-fashioned name, and I was like, oh, my God, really? So, yeah, the fact that my mum came up with it and then it, you know, linked to my favourite place to visit, I was like, wow, this is Oh, I yeah, love that. Yeah, definitely. It's so nice when names have that really strong meaning to you as well. It's like, yeah, yeah it's beautiful. that's so beautiful. Um, so if you, let's finish off with one of the best pieces of advice that you have ever been given. I know that's probably hard, but is there a quote that you, that you truly live by? Well, I think two different things. The one I mentioned before has honestly changed my life. And it was that people don't make you angry. You choose to be angry. And and then I sort of transformed that into people don't make you react. You choose Mm. to react. And that, that honestly did change my life because it, I am very vocal and I am very um, strong in my beliefs, but that sort of changed my mind into not picking your battle, but also what you are going to give your energy to. Yes. Um, And that's really, really important to me now. So just because you don't give your energy to something anymore doesn't mean that you, you don't believe in it. And, you know, we've seen a lot of that online at the moment with the whole vaccination debate. Um, So, yeah, I think, I'm very, very careful now who and what I give my energy to and that just comes back to what I'm going to allow myself to react to. Yeah. But something that I tell people, one of my main words of advice when people ask me in business, but I think it applies to all facets of life, is to be constantly making moves. And, you know, whilst you might have an end goal, I question people to ask themselves, like, well, what can you do today? It's like the tiniest step to make that happen. Like what's, is it sending an email? Is it going to the shops to buy the first thing to make it? Is it to, you know, it's, it's always doing something, whether it's big or small in the direction of your goal. So for me, it's always like, if I have an idea and I go, oh, I don't want to forget that. And it's 1130 at night, I send an email to myself or or to someone I work with to discuss that tomorrow because it's hot in my brain and that's just making a move that move of sending an email was the first step towards my goal so it's something I do every day like what could I don't want to waste today what could I do today that helps me get what I want tomorrow 
That is such wise advice and that actually feels so fitting for me, I guess, where I'm at right now. So I really appreciate that. I think it's sometimes, you know, when you're constantly thinking about that bigger picture or, yeah, where you want to be, it's sometimes hard to feel like you are achieving much. So I think that's incredible advice to just be, you know, even if it's, like you said, as simple as an email, you're always moving in that direction, which is awesome. I'm definitely going to take that on board. Oh, good. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today. I've absolutely loved chatting to you. Now, where can people, if they want to get a copy of your book, where can they grab a copy from? So if you head to uh, my bio on Instagram, which is sophiecasia underscore, uh, the link to purchase is in my bio. Um, Otherwise, you could head to Booktopia and just search for my name and you'll be able to pre-order your copy there. Amazing. And I'll put all the links in the show notes for yeah, your pyjamas, your book and everything so people know exactly where to find you. I'm sure they already know exactly where you hang out, <laughs> but just in case, <laughs> it's always nice to have an easy option. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was such a beautiful chat. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.